Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 3rd of May 2018. This is The Gap, episode 417. I'm Luke Laurie and Job Gorey is here. What's going on, Job? Uh, fucking crazy busy week. And I'm scrambling is what's going on. Yeah. Taking on too much work. And, uh, yeah, this is a major inconvenience to me, recording this podcast. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I love the podcast. A lot of esports going on the last week. Like, insane amounts of esports last week and and i copped a review after all my fucking bluster last week of <laughs> michael jordan retiring yeah i uh, picked up a, a review commission so uh yeah i'm well, gonna do that as well it's good to know somebody, somebody listens to this show <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh not even us we don't even listen did, did it work out last week after you tried to fuck it up four times in a row <laughs> yeah so hey look i think it went up um <laughs> eventually <laughs> eventually yeah so last week we had some issues um i don't know if we talked about it during the show but uh you'd mentioned that there was like an issue with your recording so what we normally do is <clears throat> we'll record this through um skype and then um because that was the most convenient way to do it uh, we both use an application to record um basically the voices that you hear and then sort of i do a recording joe does a recording as a backup and that way if something fucks up at least one of us has something um and as before we started you were like oh mine's been fucking up lately um so i don't have a backup or recording or something and i was like oh yes it'll be fine don't worry about it and then you you ended up fixing it like shortly afterwards right yeah because you noticed there was an issue when because you do interviews over skype as well and use the same sort of system um yeah so like like just before we started you managed to get up and running and uh I went to go export the file after we'd, we'd finished and like an hour in, for some weird reason, like Job's voice just completely cuts out and you can't hear him anymore. It's just me talking for the next hour. Um, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> we're screwed. Because at that stage, I didn't realize that you'd fixed your recording up again. So I was yep. like, well, there goes half the show. It's just going to be like an hour and all of a sudden we'll have to pick it up like this week and just talk about what we missed on the last one. But um. Yeah, I messaged you and you're like, yeah, I fixed mine, but, um, so that, that kind of saved it. Like the audio yeah. wasn't as great because I think you recorded it like at a tin can quality or something like that. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I, I do. Well, I don't need like podcast quality recording because I'm just, I need small files so that I can fucking transcribe on whatever the fuck it is I'm using this time because I have to upload it to the cloud and I have to upload the interviews to the cloud so I can transcribe it wherever the fuck I am. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got low settings for that shit. But, um, yeah, conspiracy, Joe. I mean, listeners, you won't ever hear this if uh, the conspiracy is real. But now that I've said that, Luke will let you hear it to make to throw you off the, the scent, to throw you off his, his game plan, to make you think that the conspiracy isn't real. Mm. Uh, and now that I've said that, he won't know what to do. So uh, I guess we'll find out how he, he wants to play it. But conspiracy, Joe, is under the impression that uh, Luke is trying to cut me out of this fucking podcast and uh, he's doing anything. Like, I literally said, while I was starting, like, just before the the part where he makes me shut the fuck up for three seconds so that he can get some background and normalize or whatever the fuck it is he does. Um, just before that, I'm like, yeah, dude, I can't get my recording to work. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. And then, like we do the silence thing and then just before he kicks off i uh i got it to work uh i just 
did some fucking about and managed to make it work. And then uh, he knew. He was under the impression that we didn't have a backup. And somehow my microphone did stopped working. Interesting. And so it was just him, just Luke or t- talking listeners. I don't know. It was now, just me agreeing with you every like couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just like dead silence for 10 minutes. Me going, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, and then this week he's changed it up again. And I won't be surprised if I'm just not talking at all again. He's, he's just like cut me out completely. And this time we're on discord. We're recording on discord for the first time ever. Uh, and we have no idea if this is going to work. And, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, it could go any, any fucking way, really. Uh, we've this, got no... this could be the well, last, it could have been the last show. Could have been. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe yeah, I'm, I'm not, not posting, posting anymore. You just don't know. I wouldn't have any idea. Um, except I do get tweets when it doesn't go up yeah, and they all blame me. <laughs> this also <laughs> happened last week. Because, yeah, because we went out to a bar and we're like, we're getting tweets saying uh the podcast isn't working and because you know 416 episodes in uh i've definitely fucked up the podcast far more than you have uh well fucked up posting the podcast everyone just went straight to blaming me everyone's like oh job's fucked up again classic Joe fucked up the itunes this time we just didn't even fucking upload it he gave me a link and it just didn't upload at all it was yeah. nothing. It was a link to nothing. It was a road to nowhere. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. What happened with that one is I, um, cause we were fucking around trying to get this episode fixed. Um, in the background, I was working on, normally what I do is I set up the Patreon feed or I set up the main feed first and then I set up the Patreon one and then I publish that. And then I send you the link saying like, Hey, this is ready. Put this on the RSS feed, which goes out to like iTunes or your like, pocket cast app or whatever sort of podcasting application you're using um and we were going out later on that night and i'm also trying to watch fucking PUBG as well so i'm doing like four different things at once and i just completely forget to upload the file so i i I exported it did all that fancy stuff and then uh yeah i just forgot to send it like it went up patreon and all that sort of stuff but it just didn't go up to the main feed for a couple of hours shit people were angry (laughs) <laughs> yeah they deserved to be angry yeah no but that's I good i'm glad people let us know otherwise it just would have stayed like that for the week yeah definitely um so yeah i, I we got home that night after drinking and i uploaded it straight away so it was only a couple hours like five hours it was down for too easy which is fine so yeah this week um we like i've looked at doing this in the past where we can try and record on discord or something better than skype because skype is just complete trash um with audio there's like sometimes the quality is really crappy there's weird delays sometimes it's just not great um discord's a lot better it's the, the really low latency it sounds a lot better um so yeah i sat down for a while this week and, and sort of tried to figure out how i could do that because it's not exactly it, like i'd figure it'd be easy but it's not it's just because of weird the way hardware works um so i've managed to get something up and running uh, yep. using like virtual fucking cables and, and weird shit like that. Um, right. Cause like back in the day, you used to, we used to just plug in like eight microphones into either. We started off plugging it into it directly in a computer and recording yep. like each person. And then we went from yep. that to a mixing deck. Um, yep. And all that stuff is kind of handled by the hardware. Whereas if you want to record like 
I want to record me, and I also want to record you, who is in an application that's not that easy. Because um, the the problem with that is like it starts running in, into issues where it's like, all right, you can't also listen to that person and record at the same time, or you can't use your microphone and record that while also doing Discord as well. It's just weird limitations. So you've got to set up like the virtual um, cables to have it all running and, and all that sort of fun stuff. Um, so anyway, I've got it all going and hopefully this sounds a little bit better than usual. Um, mm. That's if it works. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird. That, like, because we all know that Discord's recording everything, right? We're oh, all yeah. aware of this, right? Well, we, well, if we had, like, um, whatever Facebook's doing to record us at the moment using our right? phone, we could just use that either as well. That's true. Just to, And we could serve up better ads to our listeners as well. Yep, directly. About the things we talk about. Just mid-podcast. Just cuts out and starts talking Perfect. about ads. Yep. That's great. Uh, we could uh i don't know i don't even know what we'd do an ad for it'd be whatever weird shit they'd be looking up shaving cream um do you need a new anime body pillow this one has a hole that you can fuck uh anyway okay that's what we were, we were at a bar watching the esports yeah we were at a bar watching the esports yes um <laughs> uh, yeah uh it was pretty good it's a good it was a it was a it was a weird experience because uh, we were watching our on our phones, yeah. But we were watching the end of the um, the PUBG Zemo Invitational, the Australian Invitational or Australia Invitational, whatever. Australia. Uh, yeah. And uh, we we're watching the the end of it. We were sort of uh, like half watching it during the podcast last week. Yeah. And then we went straight to, a, well, almost directly to a bar. Went and got some dinner first, and then to a bar. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, awesome. We were to there's a bar near us that uh, it's just it's like a gin bar. It's like a gin distillery hmm. with a bar attached to it. Yeah. Um, if you like, it's where it's where I get my coffee beans from as well. Yep. Okay. And if you go there during the morning, it reeks. It smells like um, like a pub. You know how really old pubs have that like skunk beer smell. Mm. That's what it smells like out the outside of that place every and then somehow by nighttime it smells good. Anyway, we went there and um yeah, it's a hip bar. It is a fuck it's a gin it's a gin bar, right? Like all gin bars are, are hip joints, right? It's like yeah, you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, they go to a gin bar, right? Yep. And it's sort of like played up as this hipster joint. Well uh this isn't a hipster joint, but uh, it is a very hip, uh, cool place to be. It's got like low lighting and like leather fucking seating and these booths and stuff. And we you just don't want to admit you're a hipster. Ah, uh, it's true. Um, <laughs> well, we took one of the booths, and yep. there's all these. There's like the corporate crowd rolled in just after us, and uh, and we'd taken over one of the booths, and we had our phones out. And we were watching PUBG. <laughs> And I feel like we were not in the same mind space as everyone else who was coming in there. Hmm. Except the bar staff were fucking all about it. They were fucking awesome. Um, yeah, so it worked out pretty good. They were, uh, they were fucking really cool. They were pumped. We told them that uh, Atletico 
uh, pathogen one, and we were stoked for our boys uh, Neff and Linksy. Uh, they, you know, they they won. They they did actually win, and it was fucking epic. And we, yeah, we were talking a bit, talking them up, and uh, yeah, they they hooked us up with celebratory shots. <laughs> yep, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a really it was a really different experience because like it's it's sort of to me it sort of spoke to how ubiquitous esports is becoming this idea that like there are i think a lot of people just understand that competition is just competition and people who like competition can get behind esports can get behind the idea of people fucking being real good at something and yeah i think that's that's what that sort of said to me yeah you know that experience it's very cool yeah, yeah. so um we were talking about it last week, and did we record on the Friday or Thursday? Uh, Friday. Friday. So it Friday. was the last day. Oh, that's right. It just started. We were talking about how, uh, like, Atletico were in first place. I think it was 4 a.m. in second, somewhere around that. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think Greyhound in third. Yeah, and Pathogen were fourth or something. Fourth or fifth. No, Greyhound might have been fifth, and Pathogen were fourth, because there was two Chinese teams in second and third, if I recall correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, don't like that. Yeah. yeah. So, Australia, uh, Atletico, Pathogen, uh, Greyhound, Osiris, uh, Tatum Lions, Chiefs. And I think that's it looking from the list. ZT, the Kiwi ZT, team. Yeah, the New Zealand team. <laughs> yep. The best, the best interviews. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, going into that last day, it was it wasn't um, super close. I think Atletico were up by about a thousand points, eight hundred points, if yeah. I recall. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we were pretty convinced that they, you know, they were in a pretty good spot there. They just needed to play well on that day. Um, unfortunately, Pathogen fucking showed up and won the first. Um, basically three games <laughs> which yeah. put them like right back into it which was insane it was it was a crazy turnaround yeah and uh atletico was still placing no they fucking they came like 16th or something right at one point yeah they pretty much came like second last or something in one of the second last games so yeah like they needed to kind of play some good games and that that last that, that second last game they basically got like no kills and came last and then pathogen ended up winning that and that's where the turnaround point was because what was interesting was that uh 4am dropped at the place that they've been dropping the whole time at atletico it was milter right or milter power right? yeah yeah because yeah, i think they dropped on them right yeah so that you, is super interesting that was so that was something that i think they were talking about um during the break because you'd you'd gone off at that stage we, i think we just finished yeah. recording um, and we watched the game before, and then you had, you went out and got food, um, yep. and you were basically like, "Hey, send me messages. Let me know what's going on." And uh, they were talking about it during the the sort of break, saying, "Hey, will we see some weird things like sort of happen and whatnot?" And generally, you don't see that sort of stuff. Like I watched a lot of um, PUBG tournaments, and normally you don't see that because it can go pretty badly for like either team like it's pretty much just a coin toss yeah um yeah and so when you play these games everybody's kind of got their spots that they go to like hey this team drops on georgia pole and or north georgia pole this these guys drop a military base um 
4 a.m. fucking dropped on Atletico, who were at the time coming first, <laughs> and who had uh, just like had a really bad run. Um, yep. Yeah, and so like that that was like holy shit. So this is gonna go down. But Atletico read that and saw they were dropping. They, I don't think they knew who it was, but they could see someone was dropping on them. Um, mm. So they basically got out of there and went to like Lapovka, somewhere around there. Yeah. That's uh that like that is but I think we were saying, right? I think I was saying that that that's what had to happen. Like they had to start dropping on Atletico. Teams had to start dropping on them. The actual question is who does it, right? Yeah. If if it was like someone who was the who was that fucking organization who had three teams playing? Uh was it TNC? And all of them were last, yes. <laughs> yeah, TNC, right? If if a TNC team was coming like top, mm. right? It I I to me it'd be like uh an F one situation, right? Actually, it's not technically allowed in the F one, but like I could imagine, right? Uh, a worse, imagine like uh the feeder team, right? Just sacrificing themselves, mm. right? TNC B dropping on because TNC A are within like shooting distance of T- uh, of Atletico, so TNC B drops on them just to fuck their their flow, just to slow them, to give TNC A a chance to catch up. That's yeah. how... That, that'd be a spectacular way to disrupt it. I mean, at the same time, yeah, that would be pretty off. Uh, <laughs> pretty dickish I mean, move. It'd be less of a dickish move than what happened in the actual F1 earlier this week when fucking two fucking teammates collided with one another because they couldn't work out who the fuck was going to win. They didn't want the other one to win. Uh, That's probably worse. They are still on the same fucking team. But, uh, yeah, in this case, right, like, that that would be, yeah, I I guess that's teaming, right? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting argument argument that I don't think has happened or, or, well, hasn't happened happened yet, yet, but I don't know if it's, being talked about or, or if there's a rule set or something like that about it yeah um because yeah, yeah like we, we were, were saying the same thing, thing. like hey at, at that, that stage of the game the chiefs were um were our last australian team um yeah i think it was chiefs and tainted mines were pretty pretty close but they, they had, had no been. chance of getting in like the top sort of five which is where yeah. the prize money was and it was yeah, like, like well maybe, maybe they, they should just fucking hot drop on one of the asian teams that are coming third yeah <laughs> Yeah, just, just to like, disrupt them. Yeah. Um, same, same sort of shit we were just talking about. Like, hey, give the Australian guys a chance and just fuck with them. Um, but instead, the team coming third was like, fuck you. We're going to hot drop on you. We'll go, yeah, we'll hot drop. Screw it. Yeah. Like, that's fucking ballsy. You got to respect the fucking guts of it, eh? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, to, and they came back, back yourself and see if you can do it. Well, yeah. And I, I guess, guess it sort of worked out. Like, it threw out. I don't know if it threw Atletico off, but they ended up not doing very well that round. Yeah, they fucked. They fucked up. They left. They couldn't get any fucking gear, and, the, and they got boned. Um, yeah, that's like that's perfect, really. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw I, the alternative was how Tainted Minds did it. They were. Um, I don't know if you saw the clips, but um, Benchu got a bike. I was doing backflips across the map in the last game. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and there was, was they were on the camera as well when you did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gold. Um, but yeah, 
Like that is the that is, I guess, the problem. If out like if there is a cutoff point for money placement, then there is very there is mathematically very little incentive to continue to put in the effort at some point, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, did, did we, we talk, talk about, about the heifer destroying people? The what is his him going three v one against pathogen? Uh, I don't think we did, but that that, that was earlier, right? That was that, was that a, would have already happened. So that was the day before. Um, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't talk about it. Oh no, no it wasn't. wasn't. It was uh, it was on, on the day. day. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, right. maybe, maybe we, we did, did talk, talk about. It. I can't re- recall. I don't know. It was epic. Um, but so basically, what ended up happening was uh, Atletico. Oh no, was it the day before? Yeah, it was the day before. Atletico came first. Pathogen came third. Yeah. Yep. Then it must have been the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, we were, were talking, talking about, about it at the bar because ultimately, um, Atletico going into that last game were twenty five points up on Pathogen. Yep. So there's a twenty five points difference between first and second place which was one kill um yeah between that's tw- one kill uh and yeah so b- between them literally pathogen needed one more kill and they would be ahead of athletic or oh, tied with atletico yeah and yeah. they needed to place either very close to them or it was super close anyway um yeah. the end of the the end of, so uh, Atletico ended up winning that last game in fifth place with two kills, and Pathogen went down in ninth place with two kills. Um, but the score difference between the two teams was a uh, hundred and forty-five points, I think it was. Right, somewhere around that. Um, yep. And uh, we've worked. We were actually sat there and worked it out that if if um, Atletico didn't win that one versus three matchup with that other team they wouldn't have beaten pathogen well because it was pathogen so pathogen would have won the game yeah uh they would have gotten an extra kill and they would have placed two spaces higher so they would have actually they would have actually lost the series heifer literally that play is the difference yeah between them winning and losing it's bananas yeah because they they because pathogen ends up going at third place uh, while there's a guy down in the fucking river who can't get up, um, which was an Australian team, and so the the actual placement difference is huge. That that like basically is them winning the tournament right there. That play, um, and I don't know. Well, I couldn't find it. There there was an MVP award and it, it, that sort of stuff, but I don't know who actually got it. And I feel like it should have went to him because that is like the play of the tournament right there. Yeah, it was. And, uh, yeah, literally the most valuable play <laughs> because it, it literally won them the tournament. So, uh, yeah, uh, if yeah, I don't know if they did it. I couldn't work out if they were actually doing MVP. But I tried to rewatch it and I couldn't figure it out either. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. If it was the MVP. Yeah. They, they uh, all played pretty well. Linksy got the most kills in the team. Yeah. Rocking the um, sniper rifle. Yeah, once he gets his car ninety eight, it's, it's scary. Yep, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was good. It was awesome. It was a good, good tournament. 
Um, just hopefully everyone gets paid. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers uh, crossed. Because everything else is really good. Yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, what else can we talk about? You want to talk about IEM while we're doing esports? While we're on I- yeah, esports. Um, yeah. So that's been the group stage has been going on for the last week uh and so for the last couple of days and it's been pretty fucking crazy Hmm. um sadly at this point only one aussie team will make it to the main stage but holy shit the games have been out of control uh greyhound and order in particular have just been playing so fucking good all the australian teams well Hmm. most of the australian teams have been playing really good um like just the some of the some of the plays you, you see getting pulled out and stuff have been awesome and uh it's been really good like uh, I, told, I, I, told, I spoke with all three of the the captains of um the chiefs uh greyhound and order and um yeah they're all talking about how uh like it's invaluable experience regardless and if you watch i watched i watched the games um I missed the end of the fucking order game because uh, I had to go to a thing, uh, which was just the fucking shittiest timing. Uh, but they did go like I was I was able to watch the end of the regulation, and but it went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god, order was so close, uh, but they lost in double overtime. It was it was crazy. Um, so they were playing Cloud Nine, and yeah, I think what it is is experience playing at that higher level like it's more than just uh you like there's a mental toll Mm -hmm. playing against really good teams and playing against a really good team for longer and longer and longer it takes endurance and that endurance only really comes with experience and uh there's an extra mental toll when like when teams are your like heroes and shit uh the like these are the these are the fucking players like you fucking want to become and shit there's an extra fucking toll on top of that that you know it drags you down a little bit and uh weighs heavier and it makes it harder and harder and um once like once they break through that mental barrier and uh realize that they're actually fucking really good and they're at, like they can be as good as these other players like it's it's gonna be crazy for australian csgo yeah um greyhound and order in particular played spectacular chiefs had a like pretty rough run they had a um like they're just in they're in the group that has no other Australian teams and I think that is a little bit intimidating in and of itself uh, I was talking to Tux and he was saying that he thinks that MVP PK are the best um, best team in APAC right now and uh, and with that in mind he had to play against MVP so that's you know mentally tough as well mm-hmm. um, yeah they just they it was a bit, yeah, a bit tough on them, but it doesn't like it doesn't matter. They still played really well. It's been really good to watch and and see 
I don't know. I want to get to a point where I'm... Fuck, man. Twitch chat. Everyone's always like, oh, just turn off Twitch chat, whatever. But Twitch has, like, it It has a pervasive language. That, and that's how people fucking talk about fucking esports. And it drives me bananas. I, I'm so, so fucking tired of people... Like, people... It's like when LOL, right, became something people said unironically. Hmm. Right? And uh, I'm not the fucking i'm not the fucking internet grinch uh not that big an internet grinch that I, i'm like oh don't say lol unironically or whatever right yeah. but people saying monkers or how the fuck you pronounce it uh or kappa these things the like these twitch this this twitch shit this twitch lexicon right that makes me feel super fucking old because uh how like how are you just gonna say all kinds these monkers is even even a fucking general fucking twitchy note love of christ <laughs> um yeah i don't know man and like it's just non-stop memes i like the chat's just pointless there's no there's nothing nothing valuable in it you mm. get nothing out of having it up but it's always up there um, and it just like so we were watching the games. I was in at the Red Bull offices because Red Bull's got a pretty good, uh, pretty big presence mm-hmm. at uh, IEM this weekend. And uh, it, like it should be, you should definitely go check out the Red Bull booth because uh, they've worked pretty hard on setting it up uh, in honor of Dust Two. Um, but yeah, so if you're going to IEM this weekend, you should definitely check it out. But uh, yeah. We had it up, and they left the chat on because uh, I guess they didn't realize you could just <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah. And um, yeah, like they were all watching. I, it was fu- it felt really, really good to be explaining to a captivated audience the ins and outs of how, like, why players are doing certain things. And like, I'm not a fucking expert. And I'm not going to pretend I'm a fucking expert. Uh, but I did play Counter Strike, and I remember how things work, and I've watched enough to have a pretty good idea um, of why they're doing the things they do. And uh, yeah, so it felt really good to explain to this captive audience, and they're fucking they're enthralled. Like again, it's it's what I was talking about before about you know PUBG at, at Archie Rose is that like it's people who appreciate competition, right? That's what that's what. Red Bull fucking, they're all super competitive and they all love com- competition in all its forms. And so, yeah, they were, they were just fucking stoked to see these these pros fucking duke it out and they didn't really get it. And then over time, like I was explaining it and each time someone knew would walk past, they're like, what's this? Because usually these TVs uh, have like surfing or the F1 or like some wacky shit like... Uh, dinghy races or like whatever red bulls up on yeah those airplanes at a certain time yeah yeah the air race um but this time yeah it was uh yeah it was counter-strike and yeah they're like what's going on and yeah easy easy to explain and then they were like oh uh what's kappa mean and i'm like why i didn't even realize people say kappa anymore but uh uh it's just like joke shit oh what's monkers mean 
I guess they're nervous. What's VAC mean? Something was, uh, looked like a hack shot. What's a hack shot? It looked like <laughs> someone was hacking, like uh, cheating, um, like they shouldn't have been able to pull off what they just did. Oh, okay. Why did why did a hundred people just say VAC? I don't know. <laughs> They're a hive mind. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's our Twitch. Why don't we just turn off Twitch chat and we'll go back to explaining how Counter-Strike works. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be like sometimes you'll get one person saying something and then it's just like a copy and paste of it just over yeah. and over again for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Just, and, and some of the shit that they... Like, some of the shit that takes hold is particularly caustic like just fucking like this idea that oh you know lol cloud nine must be super shit because they nearly lost to an australian team and stuff like that is like like it's jokes but you see when the uninitiated see it they don't understand they don't they don't know that it's this sarcastic this uh troll humor mm-hmm. and and they're like oh is australian csgo super shit and i'm like no they're just look, they're just trolling they're just being fucking t- uh douchebags yeah what's trolling but, uh <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah like that's yeah man like i don't know man it's just stupid shit like there's parts of the internet mean culture that are just so fucking dumb good god yep um so yeah the the group state group a had four australian teams in it yeah uh renegades uh legacy greyhound and order yeah so eight teams total four australians in that group yeah uh it's because so uh two teams got knocked out really late and uh like they couldn't get visas and so they replaced them with uh and legacy got in legacy had come fourth qualifiers Yep. So uh, they managed to sneak in, uh, but they weren't prepared. They weren't ready for it. They had, uh, like, they. I think a bunch of most of them had been preparing to come to Legacy uh, to IEM anyway, because uh, you know it's still a celebration of Counter Strike. But uh, yeah, like one of their players couldn't get time off work and uh, like for the weekend, so they, they were playing. Uh, sorry, for the week, so they were playing like with a sub as it was and they're playing like on super short notice it'd be like uh i don't know like fucking ufc you know you know UFC, someone gets injured times and they gotta get like roped in at the last second mm-hmm. uh they gotta rope someone in at the last second they haven't been through training camp or anything like that yeah that's that's what it was for legacy which means that they had a really fucking rough run of it uh so yeah, I don't know. I feel really bad for them. Um, they did the best that they could, and uh, hopefully they still get a lot of the experience that like I am brings, which is uh, lots of chances to scream against high level teams, um, because the the teams that make it through still need to be able to practice, and uh, it's valuable for the Aussie teams to do that practice. Like uh, SK have been knocked out, and uh, if I were them, I would be just fucking I'd be done I'd mm. be yeah fuck it but uh, if I were on an Aussie team I'd be like well I'm here I'm like 
I'm in Australia. Like, it's not like I'm going anywhere else. I don't want to go see the fucking opera house. So, uh, let's do it. Let's scrim. And uh, you're super incentivized to scrim and to play as good as you can to give them the best scrim that they can. So it's a really, it's really valuable for both teams. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully Legacy can get that experience as well. But also, it being a best of one as well is yeah a bit weird. Yeah. Mainly because the, the the games that we did see come out of the best of threes was yeah. so, like some of them were really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but best of ones are always a bit odd um, because like they could go either way. Mm. Uh, like yeah. Uh, the the underdog team might have the advantage in the best of one because it's really hard to um, like guess what sort of strats that they're gonna pull out. They could pull out some wacky shit and and get on up. Uh, last year it was they used the Swiss uh, tournament model, uh, which I hate, and it was a lot of best of ones. And I think it's inherently less valuable for teams to be playing best of ones because you don't get the authentic experience I think Yep. Um, because it's like in that situation at the end of the day it's always do or die so by the time one team is at like by the time one team is closing in on 15 rounds like you are incentivized to fucking throw whatever the fuck you've got out there um, and that only ha- in best of threes that only happens in game three right yeah. and so you get genuine counter-strike play out of the first two games mostly um, like quality uh, yeah proper strats and shit so yeah Legacy got a, a little bit boned in that situation um, yeah and yeah what else did I see oh Fnatic I hope Fnatic lose why's that they were teabagging and BMing. Really? Yeah, in their game. So they can go fuck themselves. I hope they lose. Yeah, we'll see what That's happens. Uh, yeah, they're through, aren't they? <laughs> they are through, but I hope they lose. Yeah. Um, the Australian team's really good. Well, well Renegades and uh, uh, Order, I feel like, and Greyhound played really well. Yeah, yeah they did. They played awesome. Um yeah I uh they like fuck both Order and Greyhound just weren't able to close out yeah and I the, that's exactly that's 100% what I was talking about before the, the that experience that concept of experience the idea of like uh trying to overcome your your heroes and that mental the mental fortitude that only comes with yeah uh, playing for fucking playing heaps and so yeah uh, they'll get there like now that they've got this or like next time fuck yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against them yeah no so yeah um, so uh, the two so Order and Greyhound were in the lower bracket which means they were um, they were knocked out in upper bracket so they it was like yeah. it's double elimination basically yeah. Um, so Order was up against Cloud9, who are currently ranked 6th uh, in the world. Um, yeah. And Greyhound were up against FaZe, 
who are currently ranked fourth in the world. Yeah. Um, FaZe also got knocked out by Renegades, who uh, is an Australian team. Um, they got knocked out 2-1 in a triple overtime game, I think it was. I'm not sure. I feel like it was a triple overtime game. Um, went on for fucking ages. So they, they ended up doing pretty well in that one. But the Renegades are based overseas, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're based. And I believe they're owned by Jonas Drucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they did really well to, to knock out a top top five team. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Greyhound knocked out SK. Yep. Uh, to get to the match against FaZe. So that like that is some shit as well. That's some fucking huge shit. Obviously, SK have been SK ranked seventh at the moment in the like, world. SK have had some, you know, interesting interesting times. But um, yeah, man, if uh, I just like Ty Lu beat SK as well. Uh, Ty Lu been playing awesome because mm. um, they they beat Cloud Nine. I just wish if Greyhound had had a uh, best of three against cloud nine i reckon i reckon they could have beat them because i believe last time like last time cloud nine oh, sorry last time Ty Lu and greyhound faced off against one another greyhound came out on top yeah right so it's either greyhound or order one of like this there was a streak where tyler uh Ty Lu were just like repeatedly beating Australian teams and uh, eventually I believe yeah Greyhound Order managed to actually get up over them uh, and break the streak and the end the run uh, must be in order but uh, yeah uh, so it's it's like if Ty Lu can beat them then the Aussie teams should be able to beat them as well so it's just a a bit of a bummer that they didn't manage to put it together but uh, yeah, like I said, next time for sure. Yeah, yeah. Order, order, and um, Cloud Nine were also a game that went in triple overtime. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Renegades and Phase were f- went into overtime four times. Four. Sorry. Oh, yes, yeah, it went into overtime. No, it was triple overtime, and then sorry, uh, Cloud Nine and Order were double overtime. Right. Charging from the scoreboard. Um, yeah. But yeah, really, really good games. It's just unfortunate that like they, uh, I guess they got a lot of experience out of it. It's um, yeah, that's that's it, man. It's it's unfortunate they couldn't close out, but uh, yeah, it's awesome that they fucking yeah they went there. You know that they pushed them as hard as they did. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, anything else you want to talk about with this one? Nah, um, I'm excited for the weekends, and yeah, yeah. So there's some more games today to sort of round out the uh, who gets to the playoffs, um, yeah. And then that kicks off uh, tomorrow. Yeah, so that's the main stage. The playoffs are the main stage. Uh, the finals, the quarterfinals. So the losers bracket need to battle their way up through um, through to like the quarterfinals. The winner of the upper brackets so renegades will play Tai Lu, mm-hmm. uh in the in the group a i think and uh i guess cloud nine must play phase in the lower brackets of that and i think australis won um and i don't know who they're facing off against 
Fanatic. Boo. <laughs> uh, so today they're going to work out those. So those there's three three games there, and I think there's another couple of games in the lower bracket of Group B. So uh, MVP are still on the cards, still yep. have a shot. Hopefully they can get up. And uh, yeah, yeah, those games start in half an hour. Lower bracket. What? Oh really? Fuck. Oh yeah, twelve. Fucking hell. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you're in Sydney, uh, I don't think you can buy tickets anymore. It's it's sold out, right? Might be. Probably. Uh, it sold out last year. Um, otherwise, you watch it on Twitch. It'll be on the all this weekend. You can go to the Spawn Point Bar. I believe they're doing a. a all thing. twenty of you. All twenty of you. Well, just fit. make sure they actually let you in. GG Easy in Melbourne. That's a big place. Right. I haven't been there, but I hear it's big. I haven't either, but yeah. Otherwise, if you're in anywhere else in the world, yeah, Twitch. Twitch will have it. Yep. It'll be on the front the, page of Twitch all weekends. Turn off the, uh, the chat. The chat. Turn off the chat. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, what else we got? Some games. Talk about some games, right, that we've been playing. Uh, yeah. Let's Sounds talk fun. about games we've actually been playing. Um, I fired up Battletech. Uh, yeah. We talked about Battletech last week. It's a MechWarrior XCOM sort of ish game where yep. you control giant MechWarrior robot things and mm-hmm. uh, you try and blob other giant MechWarrior things and tanks and stuff like that. Um, and it's like a turn based turn based game um, where you get a certain amount of, like, you're allowed to move around the map and then you're allowed to attack type sort of thing. Um, pretty, pretty inspired by games like XCOM. Um, but it seems to have, uh, I would say it's, it's got a lot more depth or it's a bit more hardcore than XCOM, like the recent XCOM. There's a lot of stuff going on with like, Hey, this is where you put your weapons on your, your mech and you've got to have these cooling systems and you've got to have it balanced correctly and, and all this sort of stuff. Like I haven't gotten to that stage where I'm building mechs and, and doing anything like that, but it seems pretty deep. Or am I wrong? Yeah, man. That's, that's Battletech. Um, you're like, you actually are well and truly already at that stage. You just haven't noticed it. I don't know if you uh, put yourself in situations where you've got like fucking eight weapons all firing at the same time. A lot of the times, like I've only played about three hours of it. Um, yeah. But I, most of the time I'm like firing everything that I've got unless I feel like, all right, that thing's only doing 20% chance hit and it's doing a shitload of heat so maybe i won't do that and also like, and also like I'm gonna blow it up. <laughs> yeah like that's that's like that's what you you're focusing on basically that's generally what what the heat management is you're never really putting it like you can you can absolutely hmm. put together some uh mechs that are just goofy goofy uh like heat monsters uh, where you'll fire and you're you're like done. <laughs> it's over for you. Like you you are shutting down no matter what. Uh, yep. So you better fucking hit because otherwise you're a sitting duck. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like you can do it, but most of the time you're just putting together like uh, a platform that can fire. And will probably overheat in three rounds. 
right? And the balance is whether or not you want it to be firing everything in three rounds or four rounds, you know, like that's what you're looking at most of the time. Um, that and weight, you know, weights are generally your biggest problem hmm. because uh, sacrificing weight, uh, like chucking more stuff on means less uh, armor. You chuck, you like, you should basically always go up to your weight limit hmm. 100% of the time. But how you get there is, yeah, it's a combination of heat sinks and armor plating and, and weapons. Yeah. And, I, like, I'm not at that stage yet. I, I feel like, like I'm. Like I'm still using the default mechs that it gives you, and I haven't built any, or or I don't know how that sort of works yet. Uh, I don't oh, really? like. Do you scavenge stuff, and then you sort yeah, of... you get those those parts for uh, um, like you get. Have you found like um, a mech, a salvage mech? Yeah, yeah. Do you need like three of them, and then you can build yeah. one? Is that how it works? Okay. Yeah, it's actually one of the things that I dislike, uh, but you get three parts and you've got base like straight off the bat you've got a working fucking mech right and i'm not a fan of that you should have just the fucking shell of a mech but you've got a fucking fully equipped mech yeah uh, like you mean putting all the parts on it as well yeah you should have to chuck your fucking weapons on but it comes equipped with a pretty decent loadout straight from the get-go yeah um which yeah i'm not really about um yeah you just get three uh, you should. I, I assume you've got enough to build a fire fire hawk. I think I was talking about this last week, right? I, I'm super early, and I think I'm like the third level in or fourth level in. That that first level goes for ages. I'm like, I'm expecting it to end, and then all of a sudden, up, no, keep going. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the first two levels are a bit like that, and then yeah. the third level was a bit basic that i played it was kind of just go hey blow up these buildings in this, in this base and that didn't take it goes much. from these super complex fucking levels yeah uh with like multi-stages and shit to blam go here do this and it's over inside of 10 turns yeah like uh i like i actually got super bored with it uh and i was playing there's a patch the patch dropped today uh that'll fix my issues uh like we'll fix the issues of it making my graphics card run like a motherfucker every time i'm on menus it now blocks the frame rate okay yep yep um even if vsync's turned off um yeah it's uh yeah it was really annoying the fuck out of me i had like i think like i don't know five missions or something where i was just doing nothing yeah it felt like housework type stuff <laughs> yeah it was literally one of the missions um where i actually just sat there and like you had 10 turns it was like reinforcements will arrive in 10 turns and i had wiped everything out in six turns so i just had to skip through for four turns i'm like ah oh, i'm sure some shit's gonna show up like so uh this like it's gonna pop off no nothing showed up so i literally just sat there for four turns doing nothing uh wasn't that entertaining uh it was pretty boring and like i was playing after that round um 
I, I think it's partly on me as well because I keep doing side missions because it really emphasizes how mm. important uh, like clearing away your debts are. So I want to make sure I've got enough money because I assume down the line I'm going to get fucked on that. But uh, I feel like, yeah, I have... Like the, the formula I've got at the moment is flawless. I don't feel challenged. Yeah, I okay. On any of the missions, and uh, it's I think what it is is there's no like point system or anything, and so you just take whatever is best in your arsenal, uh, and yeah, you just take the best shit. It needs a point system. That's what like it should have had a. You can only deploy so many points, and let you deploy like uh, more than four. Uh, I can't remember a lance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let you deploy two lances if you and like you have your lance of fucking medium and a lance of lights and you've got a scout lance right like let you do that if you want to spend your points that way but you've got to like maintain all of those mechs and you've got to maintain all those pilots and like let the and like sort of do it that way but uh, as it is it just sort of feels like you've got these four take like you can take four take the best you can yeah uh there are assault mechs there are heavy mechs i feel like what's all that's gonna happen is i'm gonna get to the top end and i'll just take four fucking assault mechs there's literally no reason not to there are 100 tons like you can take fucking more armor than anyone could ever unless you're up against like 10 fucking assault mechs it's not gonna fucking matter you take as many fucking guns as you like take like six fucking other mechs worth of fucking guns Plus, they're all their armor. You just fucking clomp around. You don't go very far, but you fucking get it done because, yeah, why the fuck wouldn't you? And yeah, it feels like a pretty glaring problem. It's, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I want to play the multiplayer. I want to see what that's like because I, it better have a point system. Yeah, because that's where that that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway. how are you finding it? Ah, it's fine. It's all right. I yeah. I'm, I feel like well I spent more time in it than I did with Frostpunk last week so yeah that's good yeah um but again it's just like th- there's things in there I feel like it doesn't do a good job of explaining like I still don't re- think I've got a grasp on how the health system works like it, it's got the white bars and the red bars and I'm just like is one of them armor and the other one is the the dude inside or some shit <laughs> like. Yeah, I still haven't worked. I, I don't want don't know what that is. Right. Maybe you can explain it. Do you know? No, no. Yeah, I I, no. I don't know what it is. Um, I was under the impression that one of them was heat, but it's not I heat because heat's heat's a bar down the other side, right? It's down the bottom. Maybe I don't know. There's it's like, like a, a so there's like your health. Or it could bar. be the evasion. Yeah, I don't think it's evasion because isn't evasion the yellow one below it? There's like Obviously white, not. red, and then below that is like yellow. I I just figured it was the the pilot inside his no, health. The pilot has injured injuries. Like yeah, it takes four injuries. That's not a bar. And there's a health like there's a if you actually click on your Mac, there's a point system when you go on the detailed bit, and it's got like a blah blah out of forty or like forty out of forty. I'm just like. I don't know what that, that means. Maybe anyway. it's armor and internal. Yeah, it could be internal. I, I don't know. I just don't. 
yeah, it did a bad job of explaining that. Because at first I was like, oh, okay, okay. I got to... This thing has a lot of health. Yeah. Um, so... Have you noticed that, like, crits always seem to be on your fucking... Uh, your cockpit? I only ever seem to get critted on the cockpit. I haven't been hit that much, so um, no. I'm not sure. Like, it hasn't been super challenging at the moment. It's... um. It's been pretty easy so far. Yeah, it's yeah, it seems pretty easy. But I've yeah, I get the idea based on what Skrill com- continues to whine about in chat that it gets a lot harder. Or maybe yeah. he's just shit. It's <laughs> possibility that he's just shit. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll get some more time into that. Um, I think we'll see what happens. There's a big PUBG update coming out in the next couple hours, so. Oh boy, I might be playing a bit of that. Um, anyway, uh, we got back into the forest. We talked about it last week, I think. Uh, 1.0 was hitting. We talked about it recently. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. We've been playing a lot. The forest. So we talked about this game whoa, two years back. For anyone that doesn't know, um, it was in early access back then. And uh, we spent a Christmas holiday break playing it over the course of a weekend, um, mm-hmm. which was suggested to us from Nate. Um, yep. He said, hey, I've played this game a couple of times. They just did a big update. You should jump in and play it. And um, it was like me, you and Nate. And then we had a couple other guys join in. I think there's like seven of us <laughs> by the end. Yep. Something yep. crazy. Um, just people see like, oh, are you guys playing? All right, cool. I'll jump in. Um, yeah. It is a survival horror game where you start off on uh, on a plane. Uh, the plane crashes and some dude comes and steals your kid uh, after the plane crash. And then you've got to try and figure out what's going on. And that's pretty much it. You, you run on like an island. It's it's pretty um, it's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's it's spectacular yeah um so we actually finished it back then two years ago and and it was to us well to me it felt pretty it was pretty feature complete or at least it felt like it was a finished game um but they've been working on it for like the last two years putting extra content in there fixing a lot of uh, bugs and that sort of stuff um but yeah when we played it it was like from a story point of view because there is a story uh yeah it was pretty dumb um and i felt like it was it was you know wrapped up satisfyingly i thought it was an interesting story interesting world um and i don't want to talk too much about the story or pretty much much in, like a lot of stuff in the game um because i think the whole the the best part about this game is like is the exploration and discovery like finding new things and sort of figuring out what is going on on this island um so yeah even talking about like like i watched the release trailer they did the other day and i'm just like don't even watch it it's I, I feel like it gives away way too much in the trailer. Um, yeah. Just, just know that it's a survival horror game, like open world survival horror game. And if you dig those sorts of things, then just go play it. And to clarify, like the emphasis is on survival. Yeah. Right? Like it's survival in the the like sense of those, you know, that, that spate of a bunch of survival games releasing uh you know a bunch of games where you are dumped somewhere and challenged to live 
and like you know that idea of subnautica right mm. which isn't something you'd call survival horror necessarily although it is it's a survival game and it has elements of horror that's that's what we mean you know survival horror for a long time has represented this idea like the resident evil right that's it's not that survival horror it's survival and horror and there's a great deal of horror in in the forest far more than there was in subnautica subnautica was scary because i'm you know scared of the fucking ocean but uh yeah this one is scary because they have constructed scary things mm-hmm. uh scary elements yeah uh yeah yeah and uh, they do a good job a really good job with it uh, yeah, yeah. For sure but yeah, you got to go in without really knowing a lot of this stuff because yeah, like you said, the exploration is a huge part of it. Um, that's like that's the Subnautica and the Forest that have been getting like compared a lot because they're both successful early access games. They're both early access success stories, right? In a genre where there have been a lot of failures, a lot of like abandoned uh, projects. Uh, both these games represent like the the fucking shining light, the what can go right, which is cool. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, right? So I'm looking at Subnautica at the moment. I've got 24 people on my friends list that have the game. Right. Um, comparing that to The Forest, which is uh, there's more people in my friends list that have The Forest than Subnautica. Um, right. But that that um, I feel like that's because this game's been sort of around the for a while <laughs> like even yeah, though technically it's only hit 1.0 yesterday or the day before um it seems like over the last year or two like a lot of people have sort of gotten into it at some stage so well, I, I think also like the forest was playable a lot earlier yeah because Subnautica was very much not playable for a long time it was like uh it was just well, it was technically capable of getting in but it just it like ran like dog shit for a long time um yeah and yeah the forest has always been pretty runnable for the most good uh on my steam list i have 40 people playing the forest and i have 41 playing somewhat oh okay yeah i mean it's close um yeah but yeah Yeah, i mean like for a game that has been out for two days compared to Subnautica that's been out for a while now. Yeah. It's a big difference. Um, Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of hype around Fortnite compared to... Not Fortnite. The Forest compared to um, Subnautica. Like, when that game dropped, I saw a lot on on, uh, websites and um, uh, social media and that sort of thing. I I feel like it's because they're such a small studio. Um, Like, I'm hearing numbers that... They, they've only got like four or five people on that team um and i feel like nate did talk to them a, a while back and they were super small so yeah. i don't know if they've got the resources to have like pr people or anything like that it just seems like they're putting out this game they've been working on it and now it's just kind of out in the wild and it'll be one of those games that's sort of like a, a word of mouth type thing where in like a week or two maybe we'll start hearing a bit more about it or maybe we yeah. won't yeah i don't know um it's definitely like uh it's definitely low-key in how they go about it which is odd because it deserves 
it deserves to be fucking everywhere i reckon i, lo- I love this game mm. and uh it's it's one of those games that's so much better um with a group <laughs> with a group of people yeah 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 uh, i mean it speaks to like playing with a group of friends yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah um so we uh we set up like a there's a crafting system in there you go out gathering um items uh things like sticks logs leaves uh food and then you sort of in order to survive you build um like log log cabins or tree houses um you set up uh like you can set up walls and make your like little house sort of pretty and all this sort of shit so we end up building like a tree house at one stage um and then from this like we had like a, a rock cliff sort of like around where we set up this tree house and then we set up a uh like a flying fox well, I can't, what's it called in the game um a zip line zip line yeah um like from the top of this cliff down to the bottom of our like little area that we were sort of resting in um and that was really cool and then we set up like a bunch of like a wall around around the uh, the area, and then put like a door there, and then we ended up just sort of fucking around later on because we're sort of playing it um, with uh, Job hosting, and then uh, you know the rest of us will join. So if some of us want to play and you're not around, then like, all right, well uh, maybe we'll just fuck around and just build shit in the yeah. game. So we end up building a log cabin off the cliff. That's yeah. Like on, the, so we're we're. We've got like a, we're sort of in this lower elevation. There's a cliff on one side that sort of goes up and towards into the forest, and then on the other side it's sort of like a beachfront uh, where it, there's another cliff and just sort of drops off and then goes into the water. It's like a I don't know 80 meter drop something like that, and uh, we've built a log cabin off the top of this cliff that sort of hangs over the top, and we needed like 150 logs to build this thing. And it took us a little while to get, but um, we had like log sleds that we were carrying all these logs around with and had like a, a chain system going where this person was cutting down trees and that and then they'd uh someone else would get the logs put them on the sled and they'd draw, drive them over to the the cliff that was on the the base of our um like sort of where our enclosure was and then they'd drop all the logs down the bottom there and then someone would pick them up and then start putting them into the base so we had like this chain going and that took us a little while but once that was all done and completed it was uh it was good like we had something that we'd we'd spend a bit of time on and it looked pretty and then we put a fireplace in there we put some some windows and a door that sort of goes out into the into the beach and just sort of drops off so you don't you don't walk out there um i still haven't got anybody yet with that door but maybe one day (laughs) you looked at me i was very close very close to falling off Oh my god, it was crazy. It was too close. And I'd just run back after because you guys had built it while I was absent. Uh, yeah. I'd just run back and picked up all my shit and I would have been very upset. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk a bit more about it because it's all spoilery. Yeah, it's tough. Um, there's a lot of spel- spelunking. It's probably one of the things that I don't like the most. And yet is also one of the like key elements to what makes the game work so so good. But I feel like walking around holding a fucking lighter for I don't know, I'd say 
Because you go into caves and there's no light in these caves. Walking around and so you, you light your light on or you use a torch that is fucking worthless. Um, yeah, it just, it's so annoying. I find it so annoying to only be able to see fucking three meters in any direction. And uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it weighs on me. It drags me down over time, I guess. Um, because it just feels too oppressive. And I know that they do it uh, for that, you know, because it's supposed to be uh, atmospherically oppressive. You know, it's supposed to make you wonder what's around the next corner or worry about every single footstep or whatever the fuck. But it feels like counter to progress. Uh, it feels like even despite the fact that I, I have, you know, uh, ostensibly mastered this world, this game world, I, I'm still not, I'm still fucking a baby in a lot of ways. I could still, I fell down a fucking cliff face yesterday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's fucking miners hats all over this fucking place and you can't pick one up and turn a fucking torch on so you don't have to, so you can hold a compass and a spear at the same time like good god it is extremely annoying and maybe there's no batteries in those hats i've got batteries so maybe they don't fit maybe they're like 4a batteries and you don't have them got it yeah i don't know it's just it just i I particularly hate that aspect of the the game (laughs) Do you like that they built in trolling into the game as well? Because I think it's I, amazing. I, I do think that that is particularly spectacular. <laughs> um, when you when you crouch, your name disappears, so you can see where your friends are at any time in the game world, unless you crouch, unless they crouch, and then they disappear. And uh, yeah, we will often like, especially if someone like lags behind. Uh, usually, usually it's a case of fucking like making uh, you like burn things on fires to get bones so that you can create armor. Yeah, and usually, yeah, you'll burn you'll you'll need the armor, so you'll hang out, you'll hang back and do that, and everyone else will piss off and continue to splunk through a cave and. Uh, you'll go to catch up but everyone will have started crouching and turned <laughs> off all their lights disappeared and they'll just be hiding in the fucking dark somewhere and you then have the fun experience of having no fucking idea of when the fuck you're going to catch up to them uh yeah it's pretty good yeah. uh, and then like everyone's sort of springs out all at once uh to try and scare the shit out of you it's good it's well it's, it's usually you because you're the one that gets scared easiest it's true yeah it is true uh i had a fucking full-blown freak out two days ago because we were uh in a cave fighting some things and uh someone threw some fight i fell down a cliff <laughs> trying to fight these things and uh so i took a lot of damage and then someone chucked some fucking dynamite down. It was not me. Sure. I've got sure. it on video. Like, you said it was broken. You said the video was broken. Yeah, no, the video is like all pixelated and shit, but you can still 
see what's going on. Like, I can put it up. Yeah, you should. Nate's got video as well, so... Yeah. We'll see. Um, I feel like, like it yeah. was Nate, because I, I, when I turn around, you can see him holding dynamite. <laughs> I'm like... So I'm down the bottom of this fucking... And then, like, yeah, there's fucking dynamite, and you're all fucking pinging things, and <laughs> there's also this thing down there that I'm trying to not fucking die to, and so I'm scrambling to get back up this fucking cliff away from the dynamite. I've lost half, most of my health because of the falling and it was pretty rough. I was, it was a proper freak out. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, like that sort of, that sort of shit is top notch. Uh, <laughs> or making people eat things that they shouldn't. I'm less a fan of that. <laughs> I just wish you'd pick your times better. Um, yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. Um, anyway, yeah, you should, everyone should play this game. I think it's like twenty bucks on Steam at the moment. Um, yeah. Get yeah, get a group, get a couple people around, and jump in and just see what this game's about. I think I think there's a lot. I'd of say jump in and play with us on Discord, but we're so far through now that I don't think you should. I feel like, like we're finished this tonight or whenever. Like we've yeah. got one more run in this, and we're we're pretty much done with it. Yeah, because this is so our this is be our second or third playthrough. And we're playing on hard at the moment as well. Yeah. It's actually getting pretty fucking hard, actually. Hmm. I, I think it's getting really tough. Um, which is good. I'm a fan of it. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't play with us. Yeah. With that in mind. And also, if you are somebody that has played it um, within the last year or two, they did a pre-release patch... Um, and the 1.0 patch and they've added a bunch of new stuff in there like new features um new story yeah. content there's an alternate ending yeah alternate ending i have no um, idea how to get it but i guess we'll figure that out eh? and um yeah a bunch of new stuff you can craft there's, there's new things to kind of find and yeah they, they, they put a lot of work into this um and yeah i think they should be rewarded it's a it's a great game yeah absolutely um yeah, the the amount of work and the amount of effort, and yeah, it's just a really, really top like effort. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's it deserves to be. Yeah, it deserves more recognition than I think it's getting. I, yeah, um, I, feel I feel like, like maybe give it a week or two. Maybe the word will start spreading a bit on. Um, so everyone hears our podcast yeah so. well, well like have you seen all the fucking harry potter articles in the last like two or three days i know that was it's been weird i've been all, i was on that like two weeks you ago were on that yes you were ridiculous um yeah um i don't know cool uh there was something else that was bugging me that i was going to talk about but about the game or something else about the game about Spelunking in particular, I think. Uh, but I don't remember what it was. Um, uh, oh, yeah, the fucking the map thing mm. is not good. I don't think that's good. If you die in the game, you respawn and your map is reset. That could be just be on the mode we're playing. Could be. I think it's on hard. It's particularly unhelpful. Yeah. Like, um, I don't remember that happening last time. Yeah. Like, if, but, like, that is one of the only critical parts of progression 
that exists in the game you know yep uh and so with that in mind like wiping that is a super significant setback so i don't think it should act the way it does um yeah otherwise uh yeah huge fan yeah yeah i'm just looking at the the um difficulty in the game and sort of how it changes and it's not just um uh like hey this thing's got more health <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of stuff so um i can't see anything about the map though yeah i don't know nothing there anyway um cool should we talk about state of decay 2 let's do it uh state of decay 2 is a sequel to state of decay yeah i think it's a prequel the guy said right think something, so. something like that um did you play the last one you were a fan right uh yeah i was i was it was pretty good um like it was right when it, man it's so hard for me to remember it because it was right when all the survival games were coming out yeah and so it after the, the daisy of, effect right yeah exactly and it sort of blended in a lot of different elements but it did like a couple of things quite well and so yeah i was a fan um but yeah i barely could remember them. Hmm. especially now i'm barely remembering state of decay 2 because we played it fucking 14 months ago so yeah i don't know yeah um, we played it like six weeks ago i think yeah five weeks ago we a very long embargo time on this one um, yeah for us to talk about it this week yeah so i think we were the first people to see to it see outside it. of yeah. outside of whatever the build was at pax or something like that right yeah um yeah, man. So it's a it's a survival uh, zombie game where, and also like a simulation as well. Um, you sort of go out in this world and and try and survive as a community of players. Like it's not just you controlling. Hey, this is my character. It's like you're going out there recruiting new players, and then sort of t- this person gets tired. So all right, I switch to this other character, and then I go out and do some other missions, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I really don't have a reference point in terms of sort of what has evolved between this and the last game um, mm. other than sort of like the key features that they talked about it seemed like the adding the multiplayer was one of the big things that they really wanted to focus on this time like being able to play this game with your friends yeah um, so yeah I, I feel like that I heard a lot about the original game having a lot of jank in it um, and it was one one of those like Xbox Live Arcade or was it XBLA games where it was quite cheap. It was only a you know it wasn't a full retail game, um, yeah. and so it sort of had a bit of jank in there, but it also like sort of grabbed a lot of people at the same time. So being able to sort of do that again, but being able to grab a group of friends and be able to run through it with them um, definitely would sound like it'd make the experience a lot better. Like. I don't know, man. Like, how how do you how do you figure that? Mainly because <laughs> what I played of it didn't really grab me that much. I, like, it was a really hard game to preview because they kind of just throw you in there, and yeah, and because it is a sandbox game, 
it's one of those things where it's like, all right, go out and sort of explore and see what's going on, but you don't really have a base of... of for me, for someone who hasn't played the, the past game, not really knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I think you're also not invested. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're not really invested in... Uh, like, for the preview, at least, you're not invested in yeah. the state of your situation. So, yeah. Um so yeah, for man. me, I'm just kind of, I was just kind of running around and seeing what you kind of do yeah. um, and sort of getting to know how the game worked. Yeah. Um, whereas like being able to talk about things like the story and what's going on and sort of what's changed is pretty hard for me. Um, so I, I kind of just was running around and, and exploring, about, yeah. yeah, stuffing around, um, which for some people, maybe that's just how they played that game. Um, but to be thrown in the middle of you know, a game that was already in progress, not having any sort of tutorial on what I was supposed to be doing. And like, hey, here's a camp that's already been established. Here's some players, um, you know, that we've already found for you and sort of yeah. just go go around and, and fuck around. And, and, you know, that's the way the game can be played as well. But um, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's, it's a really hard game to, to preview. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, bigger than that, I thought was the idea of the co-op. Um, is that Far Cry 2 style call? Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 5 style call where you are a visitor in someone else's world. Well, so I, I talked, talked to him, him about this. this. Um, did you interview the guy, Jeff? No, I didn't. So I interviewed the um, the uh, Jeff Strain, who's the founder of Undead Labs. Um, he used to work at, at Blizzard back in the day as well. Um, yeah. I, I tried to talk to him about how the co-op worked in, in terms of uh, like story element stuff and being able to like what you could sort of take back with you in the world. Um, yeah. Because we had just played Far Cry 5 and one of our complaints was like, hey, you go into this world and play with this other player and it sort of really doesn't matter because you're just progressing them and not really doing anything with your character other than stats. Um, and so yeah, like you'd play... Uh, you had that issue where you were playing with Nate you'd play for 10 hours go back into your game and you were quite kind of stuck because you had to to do everything again like it didn't save any of the story progress like you started back from scratch um, it didn't recognize that alright Job's done all this content let's mark all yeah. this stuff off for him um, so I tried to ask him about that and, and he didn't have a proper answer but he seemed to say that like as a, from a design point that's the way the game should work like you it should recognize that um, here are the things that you've marked off and and uh, it should go that way but he wasn't 100% sure so I'm I'm not exactly sure about that okay then yeah that's weird um well I'm not sure so to he, take that he was basically saying that you anything you find in the world you take back with you anything take that back, yeah but anything like, that you create or do in your friend's world like in the the base building stuff comes back with you um but you can't build stuff in their base though i think you meant by like crafting yeah so you can craft stuff for your for your person yeah but you can't craft so think... like yeah ultimately it is still the far cry 5 style then. yeah because it's not like you you can clear out those uh, plague hearts mm -hmm. and have that progress come over to your world, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. It didn't seem like it. it seemed like 
you guys were just yeah well again yeah, like we didn't try it right we, we were just playing the one instance so yeah true but um because i think that's the thing right is you want to be able to like have a feel of sense of progression when you jump into somebody's world and yeah you don't want to be just someone like helping someone out for literally no gain on your heart of your behalf right yeah um it's like it's fine in far cry if you wind up experiencing the entire story together but that's not the sort of game that state of decay 2 is it's not that sort of game where you're like linear linearly progressing through a storyline you are instead attempting to create a like a space for your people in that world and so there is zero progress if you were to do it except to take back things but like it's not like you have unlimited space to carry shit so it's not like you can like stock up on in on shit in someone's world and then roll on back uh to your own thing with like a wealth of with like fat with loot yep uh you are it's going to be the same as if you went and got that shit in your own world except you didn't fucking affect your world at all so yeah yeah and that's what i was trying to talk to him about like does it affect anything in yours and and he said that from a design point that's what they wanted to accomplish he just wasn't sure if it that's the way it worked right um so i guess we gotta see right because he he was also talking about how one of the things i thought was really interesting was the way the loot was sort of distributed um in in games like uh i guess borderlands is is a good example where you are running around trying to find weapons or items and that sort of thing it's just pretty much a free-for-all um other game other games have tried to do something a bit different i think diablo was more like instance based per character um so like you would see things drop on your screen that nobody else could sort of take um what they're doing instead of k2 is they're sort of locking it to all right you can search this cabinet and this drawer uh in this house and it's sort of color-coded for each person and so that like hey there's a couple of things in this house that i'm searching that i can go through and get and there's also stuff that job can go through and get it's not just kind of like one person running through and just stealing everything um yeah so i think it's an interesting way to sort of sort of balance that uh and it ties back into the you know the the game being this permadeath situation whereas if you lose your character um you know they're dead and so if you if if i take my person into your world and i'm doing all this stuff for you and you're stealing all the shit from me like what's the purpose of me being there like am i getting anything out of it so at least by having that system in there but like limiting what you can go through and get it it means that you're getting some sort of reward as well yeah that's true that is true i just like it i don't know it's an extra layer of rng because what if you didn't happen to get any of the good shit right Uh, i feel like i I don't know i wonder if uh the forest does it better you know um where there is certain shit where uh it is inst- it is like per car- only one character can get like um like skinning skinning yeah skinning animals we thought we uh, we thought we got a way around that but we didn't <laughs> we didn't uh but almost everything else is just a free for all for- like everyone gets it um you know like supplies suitcases yeah. and yeah everyone gets a, a, a bit of it because or like aloe vera when you find it finally um 
yeah it's just a yeah anyone can get it i think that's probably better ultimately uh and it sort of puts an emphasis on certain elements and you can use that to drive players to seek out certain things because anyone can get you know whatever the fuck food and cabinets or batteries or whatever but yeah not everyone can get certain things and um yeah that's a you know this there's that degree of competition um in like that competitive cooperative experience mm -hmm. that i think is always better because it makes like that it encourages a different a slightly more active style of play it's very easy to just sort of sit sit back and let other people do shit if uh if you're guaranteed to get loot no matter what yep right uh but if there's some stuff that you can't get without fucking yeah putting the effort in then uh yeah you just get sort of you know you you gotta be in it to win it we had to make our own fun i found we did yeah we totally did but but, but, but again, again like that's, that's like, like that, that could, could be from be us jumping in at a point where we don't really have any investment in the game or or know what's going on but yeah, yeah we, we were kind of making our, our own fun as a group as well yeah uh i don't like man i don't uh, i don't think it was because we lacked investment in the game um because i think all, all that investment would do all the like personal investment in the character characters that we're playing with or the world that we're playing in well, I think all that that would really do is uh, is incentivize us to give a fuck about like what was going on. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it more fun or anything, you know. So yeah, I don't know. We did have some fun though. Fun that you might, you the listener, might not get to have. <laughs> Why is that? We might have fucking. We might have ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We found out that if you use the sit emote on top of a car, you could uh, you could pack people into on, onto vehicles that like typically didn't allow for that many people, <laughs> uh, and uh, so we were cruising around in these fucked up cars with uh, with you and Nate just sitting on top of it, yeah, and trying to do as big a bunch of jumps as we could or run over like i was trying to run over as many zombies as possible while you guys are just sitting there and it was pretty fucking i think, I think that, that came, came about from me um we, we'd found a van or something at one stage and i was trying to teen wolf on the top of the roof yeah by just standing on top and just have someone drive you know from the the, the old movie teen wolf job um with michael j fox uh yeah. and uh that didn't work yeah. he, the dude kept falling off like the physics would would push him off yeah um and i don't recall how we ended up doing it but somebody i'm not sure who it was but sat down on the bonnet or the roof using the emote system um and that's what broke it yeah <laughs> it let you so stay on there the entire time <laughs> yeah the the because there's like a slidey uh slidey mechanic so that you just sort of slide off when you're trying to team wolf but uh apparently you are locked in place if you're sitting uh so yeah you guys just <laughs> everywhere we're fucking losing our shit uh we were like a little bit loose because uh this had started at like two 
and uh, we'd been at a pub watching the basketball from 12. So we are all uh, yeah, a little loose and there was beers. It was held at a bar as well. So we had a couple of, had a couple of beverages, but uh, yeah, we're just sitting there losing our shit, driving around. We're the last ones playing. Yeah. Uh, everyone else had bailed. Uh, we're still going, fucking about, and um, yeah, one of the devs rolled over. Well, no, Jeff. The, the, that wasn't Jeff. The, the guy, guy that, that, yeah, yeah, the, the guy, guy that fucking owns the studio. Rolls over, <laughs> and uh, he's like, what, what are you guys, oh my God, what are you doing? How'd you do that? And we're like, uh, turns out if you sit on the thing, uh, on a car, you can like, you don't fall off. It's amazing. And we're doing like jumps and shit, and he's, he popped out his phone and is like recording the screen. I'm like, don't fix this. Don't fix this. And he's like, oh, we're fixing it. <laughs> no, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they don't fix it. I then, hope they don't fix it. Oh, it's so funny. Like, like, you, like, like someone would be driving and it's like, like two people, people sitting on the bonnet while the car's just doing stupid stuff. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. The, other, like, cool, the, the other funny thing is you can open like the doors. There's a button to open <laughs> the actual <laughs> doors on the car. So, so that when zombies come and jump on your car, they're like trying to get to you. You can open them to sort of knock them off. But we were just... <laughs> what do you hit? Like right bumper or something? I think so, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Um, and so there'd be three of us actually sitting in the car and we'd all be opening the doors at the same time. So it looks so dumb. We're trying to take off and shit, and we're just sitting there. Yeah, cackling. and Jeff would walk past and be looking, and we'd just be run, driving around in this car with the fucking doors going, not accomplishing anything. <laughs> no, but I think we were his favorites, favorites for sure. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, doing as big a bunch of jumps as we could. Oh, and like uh, blowing up cars and shit while people were next to them, so that they would die because you can't do direct friendly fire damage. But indirect friendly fire damage is definitely a thing. Uh, so we did that a bunch. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, closing doors on one, one another while zombies were coming through. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of trolley mechanics, actually, when you think about it. Um, I don't know if they're supposed to be that, but we were 1,000%. We were um, yeah, we were on it. We found any, and like, if there's ways to troll the fuck out of one another in a game, I think we find it pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just, yeah, it's in our nature. Uh, I mean, we definitely got there real quick with State of Decay 2, which hmm. is good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, it, again, I'm when we played it was a couple of weeks ago, there was a bit of jank to it. Like, we had some weird glitchy things going on. Do you, oh, do you remember when we were at the... Like, my my base got attacked. Yeah. And we had that random dude... We couldn't get rid of, like, a follower. Like, he just... He wouldn't... And leave. he kept opening the door? And he kept opening the fucking gate. <laughs> oh, and there's, like, zombies outside this gate trying yeah. to get in. And he, kept, and he just, he just, just kept opening like, it. closing it and locking it. And he, like, opens it again. And the fucking zombies... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. It was pretty magical. Uh, yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they can fix some of the weird stuff in it, but um, it it did. There there was some stuff like for that game to be, you know, five six weeks out from release. That I was like, oh, this is a little bit rough at the moment still. But like, definitely, definitely has a little way to go. But uh, um, on the other hand, yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of fun, but like a lot of that, I, I wonder how much of the fun was us having fun together. You know, yep. the idea that everything's better in cold. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see when it comes out. I definitely, I'm 100 on board to play it. I definitely want to play it co-op and see if progress carries across. If it doesn't, it's going to hurt it a lot. I think, um, like any kind of progress uh, carries across, I think it's very important that it does. But uh, also, uh, I want to see if like the investment that we have in the characters in the game world uh, in- increases our incentive. Yeah, because it's definitely possible that it does. I mean, yeah, like I think playing the forest proves how being invested, like like it, you guys doing shit while I'm away. All right, you're still invested in the game world enough to make a giant fucking log cabin or a bunch of fucking terrifying chandeliers and shit. Hmm. Um, Right? Like, I think that proves it. And so it's definitely possible. uh, And I definitely, and I want to see if State of the Game 2 manages to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm definitely keen to play it as well. Um, Because I heard a lot of good things about that first one. Um, Yeah. So it should be fun. I think it's two will also be a, a like a it's not a full price game or you know it's not yeah, a full no. price triple A game. Yeah, it'll be yeah. half the price ish. So yep, yeah, man, and that's coming out on um, Xbox and PC crossplay. Yeah, crossplay play anyway. Yes, yeah. play anyway. Yeah, yep. So that's cool. It is. All right, we got some news. news. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Red, Red Dead Redemption Two trailer came out this morning. This morning, you were still up for it, were you? Trailer number three. Yeah, I was up. I had a news post going up. It's Survivor, so I had to quickly dump in the the video. What? Um, you had a news post coming up. Yeah, on Survivor. For the you were on. You were on deck. Yeah, I was on news post at three a.m. At one o'clock. Fucking hell. Not three. Um, okay. Fucking Polygon. Yeah. We're up at like twelve fifty-nine. Someone gave them a link. Dickheads. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Um, so mine went up at 101. Assholes. Um, anyway. Yeah, man. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. Um, I guess this one kind of pretty much confirms that this is set in... It's a prequel. Yep. I mean, we, we'd sort of heard there was guesses about it. Uh, this one, yeah, it's 100% confirmed that this is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Um, I think it's set in 1888, was it? Shit, I don't even know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, uh, <laughs> confirms it. Like, you can see fucking John Marston in the fucking, Marston in the trailer. Yes. In. So, uh, and he looks younger and all that he's, kind of Well, shit. he's got his scar, right? It, like a freshly yeah. made scar. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so that means it will be... A little bit before the death of the Wild West, uh, although they were talking about how the the West was coming to a close and stuff in the trailer. Eighteen ninety nine, uh, right? The- uh, yeah, looks like a, a huge cast of characters. I, one of the things I hope the most is that um, is that they have the character switching from yeah, reckon, GTA. Yeah. I reckon if they, you can switch between different characters and like that, that's going to be awesome because it looks like there's a lot of cool stories that they can tell with those characters. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I don't I think, think they're they going to do that um, because 
it, it seems to be just you on this one character from the the things they've been dropping in the trailer and the like the synopsis text that goes with it i don't know there was that chick right in the in this trailer there was the chick and it seemed like she was getting up close and personal with someone um like getting violently personal with someone um it looked like you might be in charge of like her you don't think yeah i like i'd like to think that they've got something like that in there but just the way they're talking about it at the moment it just seems like it's gonna be one character yeah they they keep talking about this arthur guy and right. saying that like you're controlling him and you know he's got this gang and or, yeah. or he's a part of this gang right. yeah well i don't know i i i really like character switching so i'd yep. love to see it but yeah if it's not there it's not like it's gonna hurt it. um no nah. yeah it's gonna i'm super excited yeah, I mean, I'm keen to see some gameplay from it still. Like, this is the third trailer we... I thought rocked. this was gameplay. Or it looks I like... It was there's, I think there's a couple of bits in there that could be gameplay stuff, but yeah, again, it's... Rockstar don't normally do gameplay stuff until later on. Yeah. Like, super close. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to guess and say we'll see something at E3. The punch on, right? I reckon that was fucking gameplay. The way the camera shifted mm-hmm. felt very gameplay, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, again, yeah, like, like it looks cool, um, but it's the third trailer we've had like this, so I'm still excited sure. for it. It's just nothing like blew my socks off. Not like the first yeah. time. Yeah, true. Uh, but that was I think that was a lot of hype and stuff you know yeah um, yeah anyway um, October 25th 26th something like that release yeah during PAX <laughs> shit <laughs> trying to get him to move it they don't want to do it so bastards dickheads um, yeah I think we'll see that on stage at E3 one of the either probably would it be PlayStation PlayStation they usually yeah. do probably yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, more E3 stuff. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 seems like it's going to be E3. Um, there's a there's an exhibitor listing on the E3 webs- website where you can go and look who's going. And hmm. under Cyberpunk, they've got listed a role playing game for the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four, which makes hmm. people think that they'll be there yep. with this Cyberpunk game. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, nothing confirmed yet, but it's been five years since they announced that game. Yeah. Um, Witcher 3 was finished up three years ago-ish. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's getting close to them to be showing something off. Yep. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Um, so we should hear some more about that soon. Uh, and Remedy is also showing off one of their games from the sounds of it. Um, it's a uh, 5 of 5 published game and it will be a third-person action game set in the in a new Remedy universe. Um, so they've got three games in progress at the moment. Um, this one's called P7 or, or codename P7. They've got, I think, a mobile game that they're working on and something yeah. else, which I can't recall. What if it's Alan Wake? It's not Alan Wake because it's a new new game. But what if that's just a trick? What if it's a trick? Yeah. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But I don't think it is. Because they did all that, that 
like, hey, we're putting Alan Wake to rest for a while type shit. Right. Um, I don't think it's Alan Wake. But if it was, holy fuck, that'd be cool. But I don't think it is. Like, I've, I, I've liked pretty much all the stuff they've done, Remedy. Um, I don't think Quantum Break was as good as, like, the other games they've produced. Um, I thought it had some interesting ideas. Um, yeah. But ultimately, it was just, like, it was pretty, yeah. You love the game. Ordinary. Shut up. Quantum you know you did. Yeah. No, Max Payne and uh, Alan Wake, four to win. Yeah. Yep. So that's some E3 news. Um, also, we've got some Fortnite news. Season four kicked off last night with a bang. Literally, a comet dropped on the map that I don't know what it's called. Do you know what the map's called? No. Fortnite map? Sure. That'll do. Um, a comet dropped on the map and it took out one of the cities one of the areas okay. and uh, there's a giant crater there now apparently cool yep they put a bunch of new items in um, some sort of gravity grenade from what I saw on some streams um, mm. they got rid of uh, the crossbow because apparently it was OP which is understandable because it's pretty OP in, in PUBG it's like a one hit machine um, mm. and they uh, added in like a new battle pass um, they changed the or the, the original game remember that one the first like the save the world mode yeah what Fort, Fortnite was supposed to be yep. um, they're adding in like a, a story into that a new a new story something different so we'll have to go back and not play that good plan yeah anyway I thought I'd mention Fortnite because apparently that game's pretty popular have good you um, are you want to jump in and, and play some some duos get some no. chicken what do they call it victory round Victor, that's that's not a food though. It's not a food, no. No, they could have called it a cheeseburger royale. I don't even play with my little brother anymore. What? I don't even play with my little brother anymore. Why not? PlayStation. Yeah, no, he's probably trash though. You get one one of the best PUBG players in Australia, Job, and go get that Fortnite wins. I'm good. Cheers, though. Okay, is well all right i have to play with bats how old are you brought up fortnite on my podcast i did it um screenplay has been cancelled by channel 7 in australia this is the uh video game show on yeah. free to air tv uh it ran for about a year just over a year i think year and four months something like that yeah something like that yeah um this was hosted by uh hex and nick boy um, who were previously on Good Game on the ABC. Um, mm-hmm. After they left, the show was cancelled on the ABC. Um, and they're only doing the Good Game Spawn Point. Spawn Point? Series. Yep. yep. That's what called, which is the kids' show. Um, so, yeah, that's it. There's no more There's no more video game TV show in Australia for adults, I guess, is what we're getting at with this one. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, a bit shit. I don't know. But I guess this is like a this is where things are going these days, right? With the everyone going to online, um, like they also had a really big online presence as well. Um, yeah. And it's weird because I, I felt like they were going in a really good direction with it. Um, it was the the sort of the TV stuff that was a bit strange because they had shifting 
time Absolutely. slots that were moving from you know different times on a specific day to completely different days um just weird things like that but and no that, that shit pissed me off to be honest yeah. it makes me so mad to think that uh channel 7 would have the fucking the ability to look far enough ahead to realize that uh people give a fuck about video games and they should probably try to do something with it Hmm. But they're still short-sighted enough to think, oh, yeah, we can just fucking shift this around and it'll still be able to put up decent ratings. Like, how the fuck are they supposed to find an audience on a traditional... Like, what? Like they are stuck, like, thinking... They're, they're of this idea that fucking, oh, people follow them anywhere. So that's, like, people watching them... Like they're not going to gain traction with traditional TV people, like TV watchers, if they can't get a fucking locked-in time slot. If they're just shifting around every fucking time they air, that's ridiculous. So they got fucked. Channel Seven, fuck them. Hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and there was yeah. things like we when we talked about when they tried to host the Overwatch uh, World Cup yeah. in, in Australia, um, yeah. and. Like that, it was cool that they put that on like a freeware TV, like a really big channel. But they sort of screwed themselves with throwing ads in between games, like during the middle of a match. Yeah. Um, like not being able to understand, like, all right, this is maybe a different format. You you can't just it'd be like throwing a fucking ad in the middle of uh, a cricket game. Oh no, no, cricket's a bad idea. Uh, in the middle of a fucking soccer game when like shit is still going on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they just, yeah, they wanted, they wanted in, but they didn't want to do any of the work to get there, and then they're shocked. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel, feel like they had a good online presence, right? They were doing a lot of, yeah. Uh, like, I always saw them on Facebook all the time doing streams, and they were doing, like, a lot of uh, YouTube stuff as well. Like, you, you can't expect that stuff to just explode out of nowhere within the span of a couple of months like they were definitely growing um, and they had a lot of talented people working on that show so yeah I just feel like you know fucking Channel 7 needed room for another cooking show or some shit or another dating show or just the trash that they always put on like, I don't, I don't yeah. watch much free to wear TV as it is because it's just crap most of it is yeah. crap that's on there. Yeah. I mean, here I am getting all fucking indignant about screenplay, screenplay getting cancelled because it's shitty fucking time slots and stuff, but uh, I never watched it. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that sucks. Um, it does suck for them. Yeah. Uh, this, this one, one you can talk about though because I have not seen it all uh, Artifact gameplay has been released so Valve's new uh, Dota 2 card game or Dota card game yeah so uh, Eurogamer got to see it yep the game uh, in action they recorded some gameplay footage uh, I was watching it it's like nine minutes long uh, it looks super fucking confusing oh my lord actually I forgot a game I've been playing is Hearthstone they released their Witchwood um, the dungeon run and they've clearly learned a lot about how to do a dungeon run there's still a couple of issues but most 
over the time it feels a lot better to play um there's a lot more unique shit in there so it feels less like you getting fucked uh at card draw and more uh you making poor decisions that leads to your losses anyway this uh yeah you got three lanes you got heroes and uh you win by killing two towers or killing a tower and the core and yeah just i don't know they gotta work on their fucking the ui because at the moment yeah it just looks super everything looks very similar uh and so it's it's you can tell right but it's you gotta look you gotta really fucking look and so because they weren't allowed to capture the screen capture they filmed the monitor that is and so it's a little bit harder to tell why why do they like i've seen a lot of videos about this being like hey like on fucking phone cameras and shit like not actually getting a proper cap of the whatever's gone on the screen it's got to be security right they got to be like we no, don't they're letting people film it so why not just give no, them I the mean, fucking they, they don't want people be, like plugging their shit in oh. for security purposes but uh yeah anyway uh yeah it makes it even harder to like yeah it all feels like you're if you glance away and you glance back you gotta fucking re-register how everything's working again hmm. and uh, that's one of the things that Hearthstone's really nailed is that everything's very fucking clear as to what's going on at all times you've got a pretty good idea at a glance if you understand the rules of the game obviously um this one yeah all the like the health and the attack are like these very similar colors or maybe the same color even inside the same shapes and um yeah it's it's got like little numbers to determine how much damage you're taking when it should be huge and all this kind of stuff so the ui's got a long way to go but it's it looks interesting i don't know it looks super fucking involved like yeah i I don't know how this is going to work on a fucking phone is it going Uh, on a phone if it's not then it's dead on arrival in my opinion if you're making a ccg on like ccg video game and it's not on the phone dead on arrival it's pointless because I don't want to be trapped. I'm not going to play a fucking CCG, right? I'm not going to play Dota, the card game, when I could be playing fucking Dota, right? <laughs> Surely. Surely if I'm obsessed enough with Dota to be playing the fucking Dota card game, then I'll just play Dota instead. It's Yeah, it's, com- it's coming out on phones. <laughs> yeah, You can you settle down, Joe. So. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. It, it looks like it's got some ways to go, but check it. Like check out the video. It's nine yeah. minutes long. It's worth a watch. Um, you get a pretty decent idea of how they're shaping up. Uh, I don't think it comes out this year. I don't know. They, I don't know they've said it's coming out this year. Yeah, but I don't know. It looks like it's got a way a way to go. I, I think, think they, they drop it after the uh, Invitational, International. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that mm. would make sense. Hey, it's done. Now you can play the card game. Um. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, it does look complicated. I, I remember seeing some of the videos that were when it first came out, like the three screens type thing. Um, it seems like something that would be quite complicated, but could also have a lot of depth to it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see what happens when that one comes out. 
And uh, that's the news. That's what we've got. Anything else you can think of that you want to talk about? PUBG patch just dropped, which is why the audio was a bit shit just then. I had to pause it. Um, yeah. um, classic. Was no, but we still do have questions. We've, we've got questions. Yep. All we've right. got questions. Looks like Utah's uh, got this one. Do they? Yeah. Beating the Rockets. Crazy. I thought the Rockets... I reckon the Rockets are a really good matchup for... Um, for Utah Warriors, so yeah. Although no, nobody is now Curry's back. Um, all right, so we we mustn't have uh, Johnny Bravo writes. Watching the Australian PUBG Invitational, do you think squads is where this game is at for esports? He put a fucking capital S in esports. Disgusting. <sighs> or do you think solo or duos would be a better test of competitive PUBG? Um, solo definitely isn't uh, ideal for competitive PUBG, in my opinion. Um, just because it's like very, uh, it puts too much emphasis on RNG. You're not able to make up for getting circle fucked. He's Tell that to Soul Slayer. Oh, I know. <laughs> he played like a fucking baller. Um, but, uh, so Soul Slayer from Tainted Wines won the PUBG Invitations solo first person competition we should clarify um duos I, I actually think duos would be pretty interesting um mm. yeah but at the same time like i don't know so you, you're probably putting together a roster of a squad so would you have two duos teams or would you yeah i don't know what you'd do there like i i don't know i feel like there could be interesting games to be had like i i get that there's rng involved but there's always going to be rng in a, in a game like this and that's why you have you know they they play 10 games they play 20 games over the course and, and of the tournament and they try and figure out like where you should be situated like they're not just playing the one game um yeah like you can manage that stuff like I, i've I, I just finished the season with a 30 i think it was a 30 percent win rate 33 percent win rate on solos i think across like all, all modes i'm about between 25 to 35% win rate. Um, mm. So I, I know that I've played, you know, 25 games and I've got 10, you know, 10 wins, something like that across those games. Like I feel like the it's manageable um, and you sort of get that, it's, it's sort of going to even out after you get a certain amount of games in there. It's just whether or not they can... I don't know, like do a good job of showing it or getting people a bit more involved in the game. And I think they're trying to do that with some of the maps and some of the changes that are coming up. Things like the circle, the circle changes. And I think that comes across um, to all of the modes, at least. I don't know, it's weird. Like I played a game yesterday. There's no ranks on the moment because um, they're, they're throwing a new season up. And uh, Edge Edge was in my game, so he's, he's in the Chiefs. Um, yeah. I saw his name popping up quite a, quite a bit early on in the game. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, he ended up dropping out at, like, I don't know, ninth or something, top 10. I, I ended up winning that game with, like, nine, nine, ten kills. Nice. Um, but, like, I, I think that what's happened there is, again, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a better player than him at all, but um, I just managed to get in a good spot. Maybe he got fucked by the circle. There was a bunch of people around him. He was trying to manage too many people at the one time. Um, but, you know, I win that game. 
there's nothing to say that over the course of the next three games he ends up fucking smashing everybody um just because he gets a better spot or a better shooter like he i'm pretty sure he got more kills than me that game because i saw his name popping up quite a bit yeah or or maybe we got pretty pretty close but yeah it's just like i think the rng factor is in there but you can sort of manage it after a while like at some point the skill is going to overtake that yeah um yeah so yeah I just think it's it's yeah it's that much harder to to mitigate like mm-hmm. yeah and but it's like if if you because you die instantly you know yeah that's what it is well you got to be more careful right yeah and to that end i think it also will lead to slower games yeah it can um like i play very differently when i play solo than i do with other pit players as well um and And sometimes sometimes it's easier for me to play solo because i'm not worried about other players um like i I know that all right i don't have to worry about me killing this guy and there's going to be three other guys around the corner or something like that like i can just manage the one dude or the same way like worrying about my teammates like oh fuck one of my guys got into a fight and like not knowing where either anybody else is or um, like them being in a bad position or worrying about where they're at or just weird shit like that. Like there's in all these different modes, there's different things you've got to kind of worry about, um, which is, yeah, it can make it quite interesting. Cause I don't think you play solo at all anymore, right? No, no. I jump in every once in a while. Yeah. I think this season I played like 25 to 30 games. So that's usually how many I play on average when I'm not playing with everyone else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah no, I, I think, think there's an interesting place to have that sort of stuff. It's a cool like little, um, like a warm up thing. Have a couple of games in there to get the guys warmed up. Um, yeah. I thought that was really interesting, and then have your, have your um, squad games. I don't know if Joe's is, is worth it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like if, if I'm gonna watch a competitive. PUBG tournament I don't know if I want all of them in there I feel like solos and and squads is probably enough like yeah I, I don't think I I'd prefer to see duos and squads I guess you, you'd rather see duos and squads yeah duos and squads yeah. oh okay right as opposed to solos and squads yeah like I just I don't, don't know, know if duos offers up enough difference between squads I think so yeah like yeah well it's it's like you were saying you know three other people but duos is only one other person so i think it would be a lot quicker it might actually be a lot faster than mm. than um squad games you know yeah like i'd, I'd watch, watch it, it but if i had a choice between which ones to throw on <laughs> yeah yeah because like, like time's time. a factor right and and yeah of course sort of stuff yeah sure anyway right. um good question johnny Despite capital S and esports and duos, Dustin. Yeah, duos. Yeah. Uh, all right. Simo Templar writes, "Hi, Joe and Luke. I was listening to an episode a few weeks ago, and you were talking about Rainbow Six Siege and how it was advisable to not stick to walls when going upstairs, so people know where to line up the headshots." And it got me thinking: Why don't more FPS games use different heights for the characters? Is it simply easier to make them all the same height, balancing-wise? I think if you had some different heights, it would mix up the aiming a little bit. Uh, there would be also be advantages and disadvantages both ways, i.e. shorter 
being harder to hit but can't see over things as well or taller being a bigger target but being able to see over more railings interested to know what you guys think this uh if you guys think this would be a good idea to shake up the fps genre a little bit um cold and i had different heights yeah. for characters right that's and the first thing that comes to mind for me is going right? like yeah <laughs> i think it yeah it is for me too um one of those things that was uh yeah not not uh popular well mainly because of the way like the cons- control schemes back then yeah. um you'd have to in order to move you kind of had to stop and then use the trigger and then sort of aim around um and odd job was at a height where you'd have to actually do that to to shoot him um whereas everybody else you could sort of strafe in and out and still hit them yeah um and i think that had jaws as well who was quite taller but Mm. like that didn't really factor into that body hits yeah Uh it used to be just odd job that was like annoying to play against yeah um yeah, I think that generally it's they're the same height because of balancing issues. Because, like, it is one of those things where uh, I think being shorter would be an actual significant advantage if you are, like, you know, pre-aiming uh, against enemies. Um, you would have, like bullets whiz over your head when otherwise when normally they'd hit you and uh it might not it might be like a a negative uh like a a not very good uh way to train players where they should be aiming Hmm. because you want players to automatically go for the head that is the like and it's incentivized with crit damage or headshot damage or whatever fuck you want to call it um, and so that trains players to think to aim for the head when, when they can, and it's convenient. Uh, and meanwhile, if you were to have players who are shorter, you would be 1000% incentivized to always shoot for the fucking chest. Um, and all like rainbow six already does that a little bit by, you know, players like blackbeard, uh, who have shields over their face, mm-hmm. essentially are only damageable by shooting lower than their, their head. But that is a that's a specific choice, and that like that's a direct, uh, like, uh, move like that's his that's his ability in general. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it would be. Yeah, I think it'd be something you'd have to accommodate for. Uh, if you look at other hero shooters, different oh, yeah. heights definitely happen. Like Overwatch has a bunch of different players at different heights and stuff. Or even Mobas. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I think. Uh, if the game is specifically designed to accommodate it, then uh, like it would definitely be a good way to shake up first person, but it would be as part of uh, other elements that are shaking up the first person genre mm. already. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I like for me, um, GoldenEye is the the standout thing that I, I instantly remember but yeah i think tactical shooters is yeah it's i, I don't know if it's necessary to have that like I, I don't really think there's much of an advantage or disadvantage um i don't know it's, it's a weird thing to consider putting in your game if um yeah it doesn't fact like 
when you're playing some of those characters in in Overwatch, does does height come into it? Like, is your point of view different to other players? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, it is. What's his face? Torbjorn is shorter than everyone else, right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah, he has to look up and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and like uh, Reinhardt's really tall, and okay. yeah, it alters how you look at things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Ready right um, on. Good question. Uh, another quick one for Job. Simo Templar writes. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you watch any of the E League esports version of the A League football? I got into it quite a bit and noticed that it did uh, that it did get a decent push on the Fox Sports A League shows and by all the clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I did. I watched a bunch of it. Um, I didn't watch it on Fox because uh, I don't have it, but I watched it on Twitch. And uh, I thought it was really good. Um, the commentary was spotty at times. I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, it was a, a little uh, odd sometimes. They got a bit like, I just noticed, um, oh, what's his name? The main commentator. Uh, I've met him. I've actually met him. Fuck, now I can't remember. I feel like his name is Jake, but that's not what he goes by. Uh, anyway, he would like, he. I think there were some inside references that like all the people who were involved in the E-League would have that he trot out sometimes that were utterly meaningless. Uh, but uh, yeah, there were some really good games. Sydney FC were way too strong. It's like some, I actually talked about it on uh, the podium, the show that I do on Skippy TV. I talked about what I'd like, like to see next, next season. And, and it's mostly just uh, like, I think competition will improve um, now that they've got the first season out of the way uh, mm-hmm. because there'll be less... Uh, like It was sort of an, a not like, you know, treated as a, uh, a spectacle, a bit of a sideshow spectacle this time around, but I think they'll have seen that it's worth paying attention to. And I would love to see... Uh, I think, you know some teams uh will choose to keep their players but i think others will maybe not and i'd love to see them hold a tournament to create a draft yeah and then if you choose to keep your players fair enough uh do it to it but if you instead want to uh pick someone else uh like pick up someone else then you head into the draft and uh, obviously the draft. I don't think it's. I don't think it's time for lotteries yet. But uh, just do the draft based on whoever came last. Uh, who was that? Fucking Adelaide, wasn't it, or something? I don't know. Um, no, it can't be Adelaide. Um, anyway, whoever came last, and uh, yeah, from there, like sort of. I'm, I'm now fucking banging out about who came last. Um. Anyway, to have them like able to pick someone new and yeah, just sort of work out from there would right. be good. I don't know. I, I think it's got a lot of promise. I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah. Do we, Do you know if they've they've picked it up for the, another season? I do not know. Right. But I hope they do because yeah. So like, I think people were really into the idea of watching like football, and I think it's got a lot of traction across you know in, in, with people who don't normally give a fuck about video games so yeah yeah oh it was the wellington phoenix who came last and melbourne victory melbourne victory is probably the fucking the 
the exact uh, I, like example I would give of someone who might want to take it more seriously next season uh, because this season they had um, Mitch Austin who right. is a real life football player hmm. uh, and who is not that good at FIFA he's good he's good at FIFA uh, but he's not one of the fucking top 16 in Australia good at FIFA yeah yeah right yeah. on cool thanks for the question good question good questions yeah that's right that's a show uh, you can find us on iTunes Android Windows Store all those fun places on your podcast app um or under the gap or the J podcast if you review the show or rate us it helps other people find it which is awesome um if you want to send us any questions you can email us the podcast at gmail.com or you can jump onto our discord page which is the jpodcast.com slash discord uh you can leave us questions like all the other people that have this week um we've got a bunch of voice channels in there people playing games and general chat and people posting things we had uh land on this weekend yeah looks really cool yeah, uh, so Stephen, Stephen was there. That was from Firestorm. Bajo, yeah. So that's Bajo. our airplane, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that seems to go on pretty well. Every time you post pictures, it always looks to be pumping up. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But it's um, in Western Australia. Yeah, it's a bit hard for us to it's get to that. Hmm. It's just a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything in Western Australia. Um, otherwise whale sharks you can swim with whale sharks in West Australia or not it sounds terrifying no they're they're gentle giants I'm sure they are until they bite your face off they literally can't bite your face off they don't have fucking teeth well I bet I'll try they can swallow you whole okay that's worse (laughs) Um, well you think hang on you think Drowning to death in the belly of a whale shark would be worse than being eaten. Yeah, because all the acidic acid and shit would burn you. You're surrounded by water. Don't you? Like, the, the way they fucking swallow shit. You wouldn't be surrounded by acid and stuff. It's not like a regular stomach. You'd be surrounded by fucking seawater. Oh, it'd be like... I never You'd mind. literally drown. You wouldn't drown dying in a pit of acid. Okay. It's not fucking Pinocchio. It might be. Well, I don't know. Have you been in a shark before? Uh, I haven't actually well there you go fair enough uh, you can find us on social media facebook.com slash podcast, twitter.com slash podcast, or you can go to our website which is thejpodcast.com it's got all links to things we just talked about including past episodes of the show uh, you can also find uh, oh and that's all thanks to Patreon people patreon.com slash podcast. thank you very much you're the best the best ever um, yep that's the song and um, anything you want to pimp out this week, Joe? Skippy.tv to check out the podium. Right. Um, every every week it gets better, which is cool. Uh, head to Red Bull. I've got interviews with uh, Tux from the Chiefs, uh, Dexter from Greyhound, and Imagine from Order. Uh, all good in- interviews. And uh, I've got interviews with... Uh, two of the teams playing in the Women's Sydney Open uh, at IEM as well, uh, which is cool. It's a good insight into uh, how they're traveling ahead of IEM and the state of uh, women's counts, right? Which is cool. Cool. What about you? 
Um, you can go to Survivor.com. I uh, got a bunch of posts up there. I did like a wrap up on the PUBG Australia Invitational. Um, did some stuff on State of K2. A yep. Detroit preview go up um, like the week before. Um, and there's some other embargoes coming up. I don't even know when that one is. Is it like next month? Fucking hell. Which one's that? Uh, the, oh, it's in two weeks. Car racing, yeah. Oh, I didn't play it. You didn't so play that one. No. Yeah. Um, anyway, go to Survivor. Go check that out. There's there's a bunch of things on there. You can go watch the Red Dead trailer. I wrote about that. Um, that's it. That's the show. You can find me on Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie as well on social media. Job's on there, right? as well I am Joey JoJ yeah do it do it cool and that's the show the, that's um, the show good stuff yeah the uh, Utah won 27 points from Joe Ingles yeah he went crazy. off where did this guy come from uh, I don't know how shit would you feel if you were from the Clippers and you're like ah fuck because uh, he was playing for the Clippers at one stage was he yeah and then he went to well I think he was in like the preseason team and right. then um, they passed up on him and he went to Utah. And Dummies. now he's the best three-point shooter in the league. Yeah. Crazy. Mis- mistake. Mistake. Yep. Anyway, playoffs are fun. I've been watching a lot of it. That and esports. Yeah. It's weird having like two screens up at the same time. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, that's the show. Thanks, everyone, listening. We're back next week with uh, Counter-Strike. Yep. See ya. Bye.